Are we recording now, are we? Yeah. Oh, okay, you didn't give me any kind of warning. Jesus Christ. You warm? That dries the air like that. I want a Red Bull. I offered you a Red Bull in the no, shop. No, I'm gonna go get one. Is that all right? Yeah, it's fine. I'll squeeze through this way so I don't knock the mic. So welcome to, uh, it's like they're married. Um, Steve's just taking a break from this, uh, this fake relationship just to go and get a Red Bull, which is just typical of Steve, really. We're in the uh, in the in the summer house studios, which is where we used to do the um, well. We're here all the time, most of the time, except for in the car. Um, but this is where we used to do all the all the stupid little videos we did and all the recordings that we did for the for the musical recordings and stuff like that. I'm speaking a bit louder because I forgot to bring a cable. Um, so we're using one mic, so we're sharing one mic today. But uh, what I was going to say is we put the heater on, and. Um, it's yeah it's dried up the air completely so it's quite horrible actually to be fair and steve is back in the room i'm back no i don't want any of them thanks no no no, no thanks no, not just, for you, they're for me i've just had my uh my sugar fill for the week oh yeah you're being good aren't you yeah i've been really don't do that with the chairs why you shouldn't tip the chairs why because you might break them oh not because i'll fall over and hurt myself no no, no i don't care about that um, yeah, I've been really, really good this week. I've had a few lapses, but I'm on the 21 day challenge again and it's it's going well. I've already noticed the change in stuff. Like, my clothes are falling off me pretty much at the moment, so. Have you started? Yeah, yeah, I started when you went out of the room. Intro rolled. Intro? Oh no, roll the intro music. Why do we stop? Because we don't really need to stop. It gives me that little bit of pause so I can put it in. You're just ruining the magic. Sorry. You alright there? Mm -hmm. No, thank you. I'm just. I, I literally, my teeth hurt because I just had some chocolate. I'm going to lean a bit further forward so I'm a bit closer to the mic. Yeah. I, I did two workouts today. Did you? Three. If you, I did a fitness test at the beginning when I got up today, which was late. Because I was at a late night last night. Then I did one workout, had some breakfast, did some editing, did a second workout, had some dinner. That's pretty much my whole day. But yeah, it feels good. Mm. I feel a bit stuffed now. I haven't done a workout. No, I know. What do you mean you know? <laughs> I know. I know you haven't done a workout. Maybe you said I know as though looking up and down. Because you've already told. I didn't look thinking, up and down at you. Thinking not, I know. See, I didn't. Uh, I looked uh, you straight in the eye. That's what it felt like. Yeah, that's your. Thing. I was saying I know I don't feel like I want to eat these quavers anymore I don't eat them then but I want to eat the quavers well eat them then and you make me feel bad about eating them I didn't make you feel you bad you said I look frumpy feelings are transient you I never said frumpy we've got evidence of it here that's just you thinking it you implied that with your eyes I didn't apply anything what I was going to say was you've been running around every day, everywhere today but mm. and yesterday yeah so I know that already so that's what I was doing I already knew oh you're such a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> anyway, so you've been working out. Yeah. And what parts feel in the pain more? Oh, right, yeah, yeah, at the moment, yeah, because I got in the car and I said my ass hurts, but not in that way, just my butt cheeks. Sorry, if you're eating breakfast, Let butt cheeks. disclaimers have meant to come before. I know, I know, but I... That's not how disclaimers work. This is why you get in so much trouble. How do I get into trouble? Nobody listens to the bloody show, so it doesn't matter. That you're going to say something horrific or horrible. Okay, you said it. Disclaimer: 
We are likely to say something horrific or horrible during this whole podcast. So if you're eating breakfast, Phil... So from now on we're safe. But you should have yeah. said it at the beginning. I think we should start with a disclaimer going forward. Okay, yeah. So the, the, the new tagline is... Uh, another tagline of that is, is this is the podcast that bitches. Mm. But actually, um, the way I've written it is B-I-T exclamation... Uh, asterisk, asterisk, S. Oh, no, E-S. And so it looks like it's this is the podcast that bites. So I'm quite happy either way. <laughs> it bites good. No, but it bites, doesn't it? It's like a shit podcast or something. Jesus Christ, you ate those quick. Did you taste them? Fairly. There's not really much flavour in them these days because they take. I can them. smell them from here. Mm. They smell like sweaty socks. If you're listening across the pond or across any of the ponds, because there's lots of ponds either side of us. Um, quavers are probably similar to... Come on, you're the American here. What are they yeah, so, so how do you know that they haven't got quavers in America? Because I'm sure they haven't. What, who makes them? Walkers. Walkers. If you look on the back, who owns Walkers? Walkers. Are you sure? No. It's, it's quite dark in here. It's hard to <laughs> Oh, really? Yeah. I'm not putting any lights on to let you see just to get something out of the bag. Walker's Snack Foods Limited. And there's no other company that, that, that makes them. We're not sponsored by Walker's, by the way. Walker's.gov.uk. Walker's Quavers. Walker's and Quavers logos are registered trademarks. Okay. Of? Walker's. Oh, okay. We seem to be going through this quite a lot. What walkers? Yeah. Uh, yeah. If you if you know if you have walkers quavers in any of the other countries other than Britain, uh, just put uh, email us or tweet us. Email us podcast at mrpauladams.co.uk or married podcast. Here's a quavers fact at married podcast on Twitter. You just spoiled my quavers fact. No, you spoiled my my. Intro thing it, for the here's a quavers fact curly little things quavers like hair and no two are the same some twistier some that wrap around your tongue but they're all crunchy and melty How did you, what is that that's there's a pub near us wow and pleasantly cheesy so it's a little bit like you is somebody playing Not pleasantly cheesy no, I, I I'm I'm cheesy, but you stink. So go on, pop cheese. one in your mouth. Twitter. Are, are we still talking about quavers? That's what my quavers in. There you go. I've read the packet of quavers. So what's going? Is there a football game or something going? On? I that was know. like a real chip. I don't know. But then we are near, near. Oh no, it's Elmhurst, isn't it? It's not Quarrenden. Mm. So it's a little bit more refined round here, apparently. At the dairy Raid. Mm. You're going to eat all those tonight? No, that's not dairy Raid. What's that then? That's the hot pot. Is it? Mm. Hang on. No, it's not the hot pot. It's, it's, New, it's New Zealand. New Zealand. Okay. Yeah, no, that's rough. Mm. <laughs> it used to be rough. <laughs> I don't know if it is anymore, but it used to be. If you're from Aylesbury and the landlord of New Zealand, we do apologise, but we did put a disclaimer out at the beginning. No, you're allowed to say a pub's rough. Aylesbury's rough in general. It's not. It is. It's a rough place. Would you say so? Yeah, there's a lot of nice people in Aylesbury, but there's a lot of ruffians in Aylesbury, and wannabe gangsters. Isn't that the same with any place? Yeah, but Aylesbury's got this history of wanting to be London. 
and thinking they are part of London. This isn't the Aylesbury estate in London. This is Aylesbury and Buckinghamshire. So we're saying London's rough. I'm saying some parts of London are rough, and there's no one that's going to argue with me. Mm. Not even Londoners are going to argue with me. No, I suppose. And you've got to stab in every other freaking hour. I sound like the type of people that might argue with you. They probably wouldn't argue with me. They'd just stab me. That's true. Yeah. Maybe maybe not all Londoners would Which, stab in me. essence, is more efficient. Is it? Mm. How is it efficient? Because you cut out the middle bits. Yeah, but they've got to get close to you first. Yeah, but then you don't have this big old argument and then then say, I'm going to do such and such, and then have to hunt you down, find you, and then stab you. They just start with the stabbing. That's so you're saying all Londoners start with a stabbing? That's efficient. But you say all Londoners start with a stabbing? They're like you, in a way. How you, so you put the disclaimer afterwards, they'll stab you, and then... You don't listen to anybody else, do you, except your conversation? I'm not saying all Londoners start with a stabbing. Don't. See, now you're trying to turn it against me again. I'm not saying anything against you. Right, so, what have we been up to, Steve? Let's go back to that. Backtrack. Hmm. This is really difficult. You said in the car, we're not going to mention cameras, but most of my life is about cameras. No, but we don't have to mention cameras at the moment. Okay. You can just say, I've done some photo shoots. Mm. Uh, I've done some photo shoots. Yeah, um, so have I. Mm. We did last week. We did. Um, and You've done a few I've more. been to a gig with you. Been to my gig, yeah. working. Yeah. Me paying you. Hmm. Me unloading the car all by myself. I helped with the last few bits. <laughs> but you jumped out. Of the, I thought you were just going to go in and find the lay of the land and then... No, we, we had to get set up. That was, that was what it was. But we were set up in good time. We always are. We're always ahead of ourselves. Yeah. Always. Yeah. Which is a good way to be. Um, so yeah, gig. Photos. Um, editing. Working. Because unfortunately the, this doesn't pay for my living. I will do one day yeah. when we actually get some listeners mm. let us know if you are listening podcast yeah. at mrpauladdams.co.uk or marriedpod at marriedpodcast on twitter made a co- connection which I still need to kind of iron out the creases and, and actually chat to yeah don't uh, mention it yet I'm not allowed to mention it yet I wouldn't mention it it may great. end up even being a sponsor you never know well let's let's hang fire because if you mention it and then it all goes belly up or because you mention it it goes belly up so maybe don't mention it until the until the ink's dried on the paper, sort of thing. Mm. Okay. Sorry, just to burst your bubble there. No, it's all right. So I've done that. Um, you haven't done much then this week, other than a lot of it's been working. So what, what what do you do for spare time now? But your spare time, you're, you're like me. You you've your spare time is is spent doing the things you like now anyway. It is. Um, I have to juggle, obviously, I'm a family man with a lot of children. Yeah. So I have to do a lot of juggling. Six six kids is a lot to have. I haven't got six kids. You've got one on the way. I haven't got one you on the way. <laughs> you will have. It's, it's been, how old's Amelia? Sorry, how old's the youngest? <laughs> She's going to be three right. in five days. There you go, see? It's, you know, it, it's going to happen. You're going to get that conversation? No. You are. You're we've, had, that we've had that conversation, and um, we've both uh, agreed to accept the fact that it's a stupid conversation to have, and we're not going to do it anymore. So you're going to get one grandkids instead? <laughs> <No>. Yeah, <laughs> we probably will. You probably will. I reckon we will. The question is, who's going to give us the first grandchildren? Ooh, is it child number be, one? Boy. Let's go in age order. Child number one, child number two, or child number three? Really? Could be. Are you worried about child number three? I'm not worried about child number three. I don't think she's going to be. But then it all depends how quickly they come. Because because child. I beg your pardon. Child, child number three will be eighteen in two years. Oh my god! 
Child number eight, three is, I was going to say child number 18. Oh, yeah. Child number three is only a year older than mine. Yeah. So, You're still uh, tipping that chair? Yeah, I am still tipping that chair because I'm a rebel. <laughs> Don't invite him to your mum's house. Seriously. No. The, he, he's not the type of person you can take home to meet your mum. He rocks the chairs. The, and the, they've got these nice chairs. You know, and a they're not nice. They are nice. They're bucket chairs. They're bloody awful. They're, the problem is, though, Steve, is chairs. we are sitting... I'm pretty much sitting on your lap. So I'm trying to move back. You don't want to be close to me. Not that close. We're not that close. We are that close. I can smell the cheese from your <laughs> quavers. I'm glad you had it from your quavers. <laughs> well, well, I've finished eating my quavers now. I might clive my Red Bull. If you want. It's not, not just for those out there, it's not an official Red Bull because this doesn't pay me yet. So it's um <laughs> it's a are you off. trying to like make a dig the fact that you need money every time you do something now? I think so. We, we, we've done a lot of freebies, aren't you the same though? I mean, I don't mind doing a freebie. Freebies for a it, good it depends cause, on, yeah, or is it going to benefit me in other ways? I'm happy to do it. I, um, oh God, your dad's in the back garden again. That's really he's weird. Not he's not. there. Look, he's there in the back garden. <laughs> that's, that's the reflection of the kitchen it's window. It's very, very, very good. Is it scary? Yeah. No, it's a very good reflection. I just like that. Who's that? Um, and then I see my face and then I'm like oh okay oh it's me yeah. oh it's me um, yeah I don't mind doing freebies for certain people and for certain things um, but like um, what I don't like is where people expect it yeah um, it, when it's part of your day job if you do freebies too often yeah you get, people then yeah. get complacent about being able to ask for it yeah music is one of those things uh, where people think that music should be free um, it's like I've got friends that are electricians or plumbers and I wouldn't dream yeah. of asking for them to come in it's an old it's an electric in my house all the time and then not pay them say oh thank you there's a cup of tea you'd feel like you'd have to offer money but but yeah, it's, it, it's all about what you see as a profession. This is a good subject. Yeah, yeah, it is a good subject. We stumbled across it, but it's a, you know it's one that a lot of performers we've, we've been talking about and years. a lot of creatives um, find quite hard to approach. Because being a creative, um, okay, it's a job that you can enjoy. And should we move a bit closer to the mic? I'm just looking at that. Yeah, it's a job that you can enjoy. We're coming closer to you now. Yeah, you can move back if you want. That was the chair, so by the way. Our hands touched then. Yeah, I know, that's really worrying. Let's put that up there so we can see the timer on it. There we go, that's a bit better. Right. But let me let me just use this caterpillar truck. There we go. Have you done? Can you see that, all right? I can see that fine. Oh, we're peaking now. No, we're not peaking. Yeah, we are. Look, we're peaking now. So oh, you just shouted, that's why we're peaking. Yeah, I'm just saying. Right, anyway, carry on. Should I start again? No, you just carry on from where you left off. I don't feel like it anymore. All right, let's move on then. It's, the moment's gone. Whatever. Okay, so, so basically... <laughs> Obviously it didn't five times. <laughs> what I'm saying... <laughs> Little six. Is being a creative has got a, a plus point, which usually inclines that you're actually doing a job that you love doing, which makes it less of a job. So yeah. that's one yeah. plus point. Okay, so I'll, I'll give everybody that. That is one plus point, um, which makes it... Yes, yeah, but to add to that point, <coughs> to, to quote and paraphrase from somebody else, if you find a job that you enjoy doing, you don't ever need to work another day in your life. So it doesn't have to be something that you pursue because it's a hobby that you've turned into a or job. Or it doesn't have to be creative. Some people can enjoy doing electrics. Or they enjoy nursing. Yeah. So if you if you choose your vocation for something that you actually love doing, um, then it becomes pleasurable. Then you don't work oh, enough, don't you? Jesus Christ, that stinks. Uh, it goes, it's cheese, Rebel. He, he wins about smells all the time. Seriously. Uh, but then he, he has got 
well, you, if you look at the thumbnail, I don't need to explain more. Um, <laughs> Screw you, <laughs> bastard. <laughs> Sorry. Um, anyway, you, you, yeah, you go can, on. Anyway, you, you just keep sidetracking. I do. Well, you did make me sidetrack. So, get on with it. <laughs> so, okay, there is one that one plus point, but that can happen in any job. Yeah. But the biggest thing is we spend hours and days and years. Honing skills to be better at what we are. Whether that's Stop touching playing, whether that's I'm not going to sidetrack again. Whether that's playing guitar, singing, taking photos, you know, editing, editing, music. cinematography, everything yeah. takes experience and it takes knowledge, and that's something time. That you, yeah, and that's something that is something that them two attributes you acquire over time, and that time is a lot of your life devoted to it, and people will just say, oh, they're only coming to a, a gig to like press a button on a camera a few times and, and walk around. But they, they disregard the fact that you spent years training to make sure that the shutter speed, I don't know, we're talking cameras again, but the lighting's right or the, the, technique. the technique that you're using is going to get you the right footage. Maybe, or, maybe that would be a good vlog we could do. It's, where, where we get someone with no camera knowledge and one guy with camera knowledge and we put them against each other at a gig. Yeah. yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, if it isn't a profession that requires time <clears> and <throat> and commitment, then anybody should be able to go out there and film the next Goonies or the next blockbuster hit. But it's not going to happen because you have to put in the effort. And if you have to put in the effort, it's a worthwhile trade which should be paid for. So, well, anything... Anything is, you know, making posters for someone. Yeah. If you're a designer, I mean, if it's something you could do that you could just like, someone can knock up on Canva or, or or Spark or something like that, and you know anybody can do that, then technically they shouldn't be charging. But then still, it's their yeah. their visual eye as well. They're, you know, you're, some people you're are just better to, at doing it. Yeah, you you're paying for something that is going to give you a result that you never thought would have been possible if you were to do it yourself. And if you're a pub, uh, music is a commodity. It depends on what you're after. If you're after hiring someone to <coughs> reward your customers for their custom and give it free to their customers, then technically you should pay for that because it's like yeah, for Chris. Because the value of your business bit. has been increased by the people that you're bringing into the pro into the building to look after your customers. And if you're and if, if you're, you're hiring increased then you should pay for that value to be increased. And if you're hiring someone because you don't have many people come into your venue and you're hiring a musician or whatever to bring people to the venue, then you should be paying for that service because they are upping the the ante for your yeah. business, really. Yeah. So if, if you are one of those people, I know pubs, you know, they struggle. Yeah. Um, but, you know... It can be budgetable. What I don't like is where no, we haven't got budget. I understand there's there's like there's a, a minimal amount of budget they can spend, um, but it's when they, they 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 do a lot of places that we've worked for, especially take the piss. There's some people that don't, mm. and they are spot on and they understand, and you end up <coughs> giving them a discount anyway because you get so much work from them. Yeah, and you like working with them, and they don't take the piss. Whereas yeah. other people, yeah, because in do. essence they're bulk buying. As yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. Yeah. Your products. If you're working with a pub that that employs you twice a month, or a pub that. Um, well, I just say I'm just going to give a shout out. It's not a sponsor. Sandos Arms, the new Sandos Arms in, in Western Turbot is is a 
prime for that. Yeah. They, they, they respect everybody that they hire and they let you do your job. They take every they single... They micromanage everything. They take every single decision and make sure that that decision is right for their general public as a whole. But they've got a good rapport with the people that they work do. for them. I mean, it was just the other day I was, I was looking and... and they're, every pub does something for Valentine's Day. Um, I don't know whether the vote's finished yet. Is the vote oh, finished you're yet? talking about the Sandos and the, yeah. the, the anti-vote. Yeah. And um, they, they obviously understand that their, their customers um, uh, you know, are always right, because your customers are always right to an extent. Cause you're trying, uh, I you're disagree. Try- customers have rights. Okay. They're not always right. <laughs> okay, you're, you're always trying to provide services that make your customer happy. So, your so that your saying doesn't better. mean that your customer's yeah. right in what they say all the time. It means that what they want is what they want, and you're not to They are your that. bread and butter. Yeah. yeah. So so what the Channel's Arms have done um, is they've actually put it out to a poll to say, do you want a Valentine's night, or do you want anti-Valentine's night? And at the end of the day, if the majority choose anti-Valentine's Which night, they then, are at the moment. then they're looking after their customer base. It was a 58%, I think, last time. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to check it while, oh, you're, yeah. while, while you're... So I just think, it, I, I think it's nice to always understand and never make assumptions, always understand your customers um, and always value the people that help you get them customers, maintain them customers and you know increase the level of service that you offer to them customers. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's all about working together and people shouldn't be devalued in any way, shape or form. So yeah, I think that's about it on that subject. Yeah, it, I mean, fam, family, it's like, I'll just say, the, the other day my sister um, was asking if I'd do some either freebies or very, very cheap entertainment for a nursing home. We already give a discount for nursing homes anyway. Right. Because nursing homes can't afford it and, you know, it's more than just a job because you go in, you're entertaining these people who yeah. wouldn't normally get the entertainment elsewhere because they're they're stuck in that in that place. And I've, I've seen Ellie go into nursing homes yeah. before and, and perform, and the the fact that you can take somebody's life that um, is uneventful and doesn't bring a little bit of magic isn't to the level yeah. that, that that you'd like it to be, and then you see their face light up when they listen to music, and then you see how they they join in, and they talk, and they they open up, and it's it, you, you understand all of a sudden that what you're offering is not just it's got more value. Yeah, it's not just entertainment for someone. Yeah. It's 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 changing somebody's whole lifestyle for a day or two. Yeah. Well, what what I was saying was my sister was asking me to do. She was asking me to do some freebies. Would I consider doing freebies? And I said, look, you know, we get asked to do freebies so often that um, we kind of have chosen four specific charities that we will work with yeah. and then any that come along that we think oh, okay but one of them uh, you know uh, Martin Highwoods yeah, yeah. Highwoods Heroes um, whatever whatever Martin throws our, our way I will gladly do because yeah. I've yeah. known Martin for years and because what he does he, he helps so much more than himself um, and that's the key thing isn't because it because he motivates but just just to get to my point is my sister was asking me and my brother-in-law turned around straight away and said you should be making sure that he is paid one because he's your brother because he's family but two because this is his job yeah and so there are people that do notice (coughs) you know that's that's another sore subject for for me and I, i i don't want to create any enemies by saying what i'm about to say by the way 45% 45% want Valentine's, 55% want anti-Valentine's. Do they? So there you go, the majority is voting. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, as I was saying, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say something that's probably controversial. Hold on. Disclaimer, the next part of the podcast could be controversial. <laughs> but it's, it's, um, it's my opinion, opinion 
from an outsider looking You're really in. worried. You'll be very careful I because am. you're tripping over your words now. I, I, want, I want to be careful about this. Okay, so um, should we have a bit of yeah, a bit of hush in the room? Are you going to put in some like, dramatic music? <clears throat> no, I'm just going to go quiet. Okay. No, wait, wait, wait. Just leave a little bit of awkward silence before you start. Okay. Charities. Charities and venues. When they're together, I sometimes find them a little bit immoral in one way or another. And by that, I mean somebody will open up their bar or open up their venue on behalf of a charity to raise money. Now, the sideline of doing this charity in this event means that you're going to bring in probably five times the amount of people into your venue that you would usually because everybody that knows anybody or everybody that's got a heart and is, you know, as, as their heartstrings pulled by the charity will attend and feel like they have to attend or they're obliged to attend or they want to attend because they're good people. Um, but either way, more people means more turnover. More turnover is a good thing for pubs and venues and they tend to embrace charities to use them as a turnover increase is what I see as an outsider, whether this is true or not. Yet when you're approached to do work for said charities at these venues, you're told that they can't pay you because it's for charity. And that is the whole thing that annoys me, is the fact that a charity can increase turnover, yet it still doesn't justify payment for the entertainment. It's a fair comment. And that's it. I don't, I'm not pointing any fingers. I just think that some people are a little bit naive to what we actually really see is happening out there you know i think um i, I think there are some so in, in you know there are some pubs that will put a percentage of the bar take into the, the pot or they will donate um but then again if they're opening up the bar to because it's a double-edged sword i suppose in a way, they are opening up the bar to a, a charity that wouldn't normally have a venue to be able to do those sort of things so they are giving their time but there is always a reward so it's not like being completely selfless like they're asking everybody else to be. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you, you're absolutely right. I just, you know, I, I find it... There's nothing wrong, there's nothing immoral with you saying that. There's nothing controversial with you saying that. I think, I think you're absolutely right. I know, right. I, don't, I mean, there's obviously, like you say, pubs out there and the venues out there that actually will do something for charity and they will make sure they have enough funds to cover themselves for the day and maybe contribute the excess um, because that excess was only brought in due to that charity. So therefore if you're of sound moral being, that would be the right thing to do. Yeah. One <laughs> and if that's the case, then present your artists or your creatives with a cheque and allow them to present that cheque or that payment from themselves well, to the charity. What I say is we, um, back in the old boy band days, um, we played at what was the Hogshead in Aylesbury. Yeah. Before it became Slug and Lettuce, before it became Wagon Mummers. Yeah. Um, and there was, a, there was a manager there called Lee Carlton. And he um, wanted to do a charity event for the special care baby unit. Um, and that was basically an idea that James Manders had kind of put into our heads. And uh, James Manders is a, is a musician from Ellsbury, quite a well-known musician and teacher. Um, in fact, he's, a, he's a, uh, like a session player for some big names. And um, yeah, so we, we got asked to do this. Now Lee <coughs> donated money from the pub Okay. To pay to the charity, um, he bought loads of stuff for 
making the event better. Um, we got paid for doing the gig, but we gave the money to the charity. So we knew that was going to happen anyway. So it's kind of like made us look better, but at the same time, we we still did our our gig for free. Mm. But we just made a big deal about giving the money to the charity. So technically, it's kind of the same thing. But yeah, but the pub actually... You've made a valid point there as well, which is an oversight on my behalf. Pardon? Some, some, on my behalf. Oh. Sometimes um, a pub or a venue will spend more money to put up flyers, do balloons, yeah. you know, um, bring people in to, to run stalls or or extra staff on board, you know, that they'll do extra things that do cost them money, which would or could even out the turnover, which means that they don't make more money. And I understand if, if that's been done, then, you know, then I take back everything I said on that behalf. So, should I but, cut that out of the whole podcast? No, I don't, I, don't, <laughs> I don't think that is. It's not for every single pub. There no. are there are some, some shifty uh, landlords and ladies that, that, that do that sort of thing. I, but then I, yeah. everyone's struggling at the minute. Um, so it's it's kind of very very cutthroat, especially in Aylesbury Town Centre. No offence to anybody we've worked with before. Um, there's quite a number of places, and they're having to be cutthroat because of the state of the high street. So it's become what was a very friendly community, and you know pubs were working together. Now, from what I can see as an outsider, and I don't go into town a lot, so I could be talking out my ass, <laughs> basically. But they. They don't seem to be as on friendly terms as they used to be, mm. and there seems to be animosity and like one-upmanship, and you know we're all in it together at the end of the day. Mm. Um, you know we're we're quite good with the photography um, sort of community. Mm. We're all we're all friends. There are so many of us that any one of us. I mean, there are people who are established and even better than we are, mm. um, and you know they they notice the the amount of of us that have come on board and there's more people every time isn't there so it's gonna it's gonna filter out the market a little bit but but they're not as far as i'm aware touch wood i don't think i've met an arsehole yet no it, 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 it seems to be music, quite a quite definitely a, having music yeah it seems to be a very um honorable yeah. profession even you actors, don't backstab even other people are, you, you yeah. don't um bring down other people you respect their trade you don't tread on their toes you know it's it's at the moment i find photography to be a very honorable profession amongst other people but you, f- you find the majority of photographers in Aylesbury at least <clears> that, i can only speak about Aylesbury because i don't know anywhere else but even even on youtube and talking to other photographers yeah. that do their channels there, there is a camaraderie there even though we are separate we're together, and that's the whole yeah. point of Tug Squad. Yeah, yeah, which is exactly what we're about. We're a collection of skills and experience, a community. Yeah, a paid community. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, that, that's that's my rant on that. Now that, that that did actually lead me to think about other things. Um, and that's um, well, no, that was I don't know whether it's still a problem, and you might be able to tell me whether it is or not. But there was um, a few years back, there was an issue where um, houses or apartments were being built. And there was... Um, yeah, I don't know. You're talking about the agent change. I am um, exactly that, yeah. Uh, I don't know. <coughs> I, I, I know that... Well, saying that, um, Harriet pointed something out. Harriet Stewart, who I um, sing with in uh, A Little Bit Country, we were talking about Nashville. Um, and one of the venues that we played out there, which is Bobby's Idol Hour, um, which was also made famous on that um, Megan Does Nashville, or whatever it was called. Mm. Um, one of the girls from... Howie was she or something 
I, I can't remember. She went out and she's made a, a country music career. That was one of the places she had to work and she played. They're actually shutting down because, um, one, I suppose it's noise abatement, but also um, because they're going to turn it into a car park or something. Mm. So, and it's quite a, it's quite an iconic venue. Um, I mean, funny they're turning into a car park. I'll let you continue. But yeah, I'll yeah, I don't, don't. You're going to talk about that other one. Um, so yeah, they they are closing places down, um, but not necessarily to build housing. Oh, no, no, it might be a block of flats actually. Uh, I'm not 100 percent sure. No, I think it's flats, not a car park. So I think you're right. Yeah. Um, but the problem is that you've got is that what you're talking about is when people move to an area where there's already an established music venue yeah. and then they start making complaints, noise complaints, which I think is out of order. That's like, you know, building or buying a house next to a football stadium and going, well, now you have to turn the noise down. It's like moving to an, uh, a family estate and complaining about the children playing outside. Or moving to uh, uh, next to a bird sanctuary and, and right to the council. The birds. Yeah, exactly, yeah. So yeah. the birds are making too much noise. This is kind of... You know, I, I think the birds have got more rights to turn around and say that person's too fussy. To I think birds us. have got rights now as well. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that was a joke. Anyway, so you've got something coming up. Are you allowed to talk about uh, it? Not yet. Not yet. No, no, it's, it's, not been, it's not been confirmed yet, though. My part's not been confirmed. But no, I no, am no, going not to... Not that. No, yeah, not your yeah. part there. But I'm, I'm talking about some, some, a bit of history's yeah. disappearing in Owlsbury. Yeah, Gala Bingo... Um, well, it's a long story. The Galabingo building in Ellsbury started off as the Pavilion and then became the Granada Theatre and then became the Granada Bingo Hall and then the Gala. Yeah. And um, they've had big names play there as well. Yeah, yeah. They've had uh, Rolling Stones, Cliff Richard, uh, Freddie and the Dreamers, loads of other people. Um, it was opened by um, Sigmund Freud. Right, he okay. opened it. Um, is Sigmund Freud? No, hold on. Sigmund Freud is the who's the psychologist. Who's who's the other guy that was the uh, the one with the tiger presenter? Um, Emma Freud's grandfather oh, or whatever, okay. um, or dad or whatever. He um, he opened it, um, and there's been you know I've played there, <laughs> hit and runs played there, um, yeah. But there's been a lot of people that have played there, yeah, and played bingo there, and it's been it's been a. It's one of those social things. It's been around for a long time. There are bingo halls in Ellsbury, like little things like the Railway Club and and like the the Vic Club and things like that. But no proper bingo hall. Um, and it's in bingo's been in decline since the seventies anyway. Mm. Um, since the lottery came out, lottery came out back in the nineties, it, it it fell as well, and it's just been on a down spiral, downward spiral for years. They finally decided that um, basically. <sighs> The short of it, long and short of it is, Gala Group, it was Gala Coral, and Coral sold off their, their part of it. So Gala Bingo uh, is online, mm. and they don't own any of the buildings, so the majority of the buildings have gone over to Buzz Bingo, as far as I'm aware, um, which was an offset of Gala, mm. so it's like a, a splinter. And then um, some of the clubs are closing down. Nailsbury's just like... It's been dying a death for years. I think they finally succumbed to the local council trying to um, do the compulsory purchase. Right. So I think they finally sold. They there tried is a to petition going around as well. There is a petition. Uh, John Endicott um, has done the petition because he doesn't want to see another venue, which could be, like yeah. we've discussed, turning yeah. into a I mean, venue. We had just to give you an idea, if you're not a local, the Gala Bingo to me is the Coca Cabana in the mask. I can just imagine it in its prime 
having the red carpet and the limos pulling up outside and the it wasn't ever that big uh, good, but, but when you go in yeah. it is it's, 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 like it's massive yeah. you've got the you've got the big um ah um circle a bit on the top the circle otherwise known as in general terms I, I can't recall, but, um, but it's, it's, it's a massive venue and it's it's got a prestige about it. The that, that circle's there. been cordoned off because it's unsafe. Yeah, but then that could be repaired. Wow. Um, but the yeah, cost of it could be could be a lot more. To ideally, repair. the venue has got grandeur about it, and I think oh, it, it definitely would, did. Yeah, yeah, it, definitely. it would make an amazing music venue oh multi-purpose venue yeah I mean it would it would mate I, I, I love the venue and Could if, give a if, the if I was me. absolutely loaded or this podcast paid for my living why um, do you keep bringing <laughs> that up it's a joint thing for then get to the then I, I, I would love to be able to purchase that building and to turn it into something that is a statement within the Alsbury area as something iconic and I think I, 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 I think George has hit the nail on the head with that but I do think that there's a, an oversight and I don't think he's realised that there's probably a lot of rooms within the venue he that has, are he cordoned has, off he and has in his, in, it's a in big his, job and, defense, yeah. and it's a lot easier for people to say no let's get rid of it we can't afford that um, which is fair you know I understand that as well it's just a shame what, one of the things that, that, that people are saying is it's going to open up um it's going to open up the high street to the new venue, yeah. um, the new restaurants and everything that's happening behind the cinema. Um, now, back in 2002, I think it was, when they were first develop, uh, planning the developments of Aylesbury, they were looking to build a Debenhams. Um, or a, yeah, I think it was Debenhams. And they wanted the gala lot because they took down the Civic Centre right. and the car park there because they wanted to extend and make this this uh, Debenhams or whatever this department store but that never happened and, and Gala refused to sell um, I don't I don't know the full ins and outs about how to do a compulsory takeover and everything else but I know that they offered them something measly and they went it's worth like four <coughs> times that amount so you need to pay us this if you're even considering it and it kind of fell through mm. so the council have been after that building for a long time so there's arguments on both sides it is full of asbestos but then so was the so were many of the other buildings that yeah. have been torn down that could have been replenished. I uh, I'm totally behind it. Be and let me just clarify. I'm I understand that progress needs to be made in Aylesbury Town Centre. I'm not sure that that is the right place to make that progress. No. For me, it's it's like I've worked there so many times. I'm probably the the only member of staff to have returned probably five times. <laughs> I think I've got the record on returning, and, and you know. Yeah. People will say, like, Matt Day, if you're listening, uh, I know that you keep saying I'm going to return one day, which I'm not. But it's a shame because it, it is part of my history. So I've got a personal thing about it. Um, and a lot of people, a lot of older people, a lot of older people now have died who have used it. But there are still people that use it and it's their only social interaction mm. with anybody else. And now they've lost that. So where else will they go? Well, they'll probably go to coffee shops, but you can't get that many people in the coffee shop. But I, it's hard because at one on one side of it, I'm just kind of like, it's time for it to go. As harsh as I that understand, may seem, but at the same time, I'm, I don't want to see it go. 
On a landscape side, it would, I agree, it would open up the town. And yeah, cosmetically, they'll, they'll the build town something so else there. They'll probably put a car park in. Yeah. If, if they are going to open it up, open it up. Use it as a way to make the town seem less disjointed. And I agree with that. Um, but how, how amazing would it be if it was a big... I'd love it. I'd love it to be a music venue in a theatre. Now, Dave stops from the Friars Club is looking at it. What I don't want it want to happen is it to become. If it is going to become like a big music venue, I don't think it should just be big names that go there. No, I think it should be the yeah, there's yeah. the smaller local musicians, but they Bring won't. The big names use locals to headline to to support. To support, yeah, but it won't happen. It won't happen. It will happen like the theatre with Friars. The only people that I know that have been local, that have supported, other than the big Friars yeah. uh, show, like the anniversary where they had um, the Dunn Beatles and Callow Saints and everything. Callow Saints, I believe, they played in the foyer, I think. Okay. But, yeah, use the local acts. Don't worry about me or a little bit of country. You know, it's not about that. But, like, use local acts. That's what they're there for. They yeah. need that step up. But... The history of what I, from what I understand from other people, is that they don't use local acts, and that's quite places in music become iconic for being the first place that somebody played. Yeah, and that was the first place. And I that's the thing. Played. That was my. If first you have gig. faith in local musicians, which I mean, I've seen a lot of local musicians and they're fans, fantastic. and that they're amazing, and I've got faith in them. I think. Um, I think. Well, it, you are a local musician. Yeah, but you don't play much. no. But I, I, I think it's just um, it's just a matter of being in the right place at the right time, and that's something that you can create by putting local musicians or even you know, even further afield musicians run a run a little talent show to find out who's going to support certain bands. Don't we don't have to say it's just people from Owlsbury, it's just people from the Bucks area. No, no, no. When I you say know, local, I mean because there's there's other towns unknowns. out there that don't have the venue. Just like like we we haven't got a massive venue like that for for the, the local artists to play. So. I'd respect the fact that other people don't, and I'd welcome them in. You know, it's 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 something that I, I think we could use unsigned, unknown talent to support larger talent. And I think oh, you'd absolutely. probably find that the headliners and the larger talent would welcome that. Some would, um, some charge now, than they for to, to be able to support the bigger <laughs> acts. But you know, if if it's a massive act, then it's worth paying for. Yeah. If it's some something, you know, it's it's a business transaction, isn't it? If it, you know, if you're if you're gonna go and support, I don't know. Let's say Ariana Grande. Not that she'd play there because it'd be quite yeah. a small venue. But if she was to play somewhere and she's, you know, her people charged you to play, you're gonna get massive recognition anyway, aren't you? So it, it does. Sorry, I went off on Twitter. It man. seems a shame. I was watching Top Gear, um, oh. which is back on now. God, I actually watched it. Uh, no, why are you even going on about that? Well, it's not Top Gear. Sorry, that, that's completely wrong. I shouldn't say Top Gear. I've been watching the Grand Tour. Yeah, I was going to say. Which is Top Gear, but there is still Top Gear, but to me, the Grand Tour is Top Gear. Oh, Top Gear, gear is, 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 um, is Joey, isn't it? Yeah. But to me, Top Gear is still to me. Jeremy Clarkson. Um, Go on, then. What? Go on, no, I'm waiting for you to say all the Richard names. Richard Hammond and James May. Hey, so that, that's still the Top Gear crew for me. Um, and, and they went to Detroit. And if you haven't seen it yet, I'm oh, sorry, spoiler alert. No, uh, don't tell them what happened. They went to Detroit. Because um, Detroit at the moment is one of the cities in the states that has actually lost everything lost a lot of money yeah. and and that they were looking for a place to do a sound um, comparison against their um, their um, muscle cars that they're, they're driving around Detroit at the moment and they they went into this car park which was actually 
turned into a car park from a theatre where lots of large musicians are played and it's, it's it's again like the reason why I'm talking about it it's like the, the gala bingo yeah. you've got the high ceilings you've got the architecture in its prime it was an amazing venue and and now it's a car park for for the local buildings and you know do we really want to this is a this is a town or a a, a place in America that's actually come down in so in the ranks history, yeah. because it's lost so much money and it's in trouble. Motown started there. Are we acknowledging yeah. that we're in the same state by um, knocking down the gala? By yeah, taking away something that could be on so a, on special? On a scale, but Detroit is, is massive because it was the big car industry and it was also the start of Motown there as well. It was, yeah. Aylesbury has got a rich uh, musical history. Um, but I don't think it's anywhere near as tr- Detroit, but then Detroit's a lot, a lot larger. So I'd love the Friars to take that on. I know I don't I don't know whether they will, but uh, well, no, Dave Stops is is interested. That would be phenomenal. But I be. I don't. But what I'm saying is, as much as I like the Friars, what I don't want it to happen is to ignore the local no, musicians, no. which has happened with Friars before, I believe, from what I've been told. Yeah, but I, I, I think um I think from you know, seeing people going around and, and watching local bands, I think that's people do respect local musicians now. And I mean you're even seeing the local radio stations are starting to and I think that's probably more of a, a fact that the um the, the, the change Don't don't get has, me started on that. As, as do not get me it. started on that because I'll go into a rant about that. So, as well. so I won't get you started So but, let's not talk about that because that's a personal issue that I um that I have with that specific radio station. Um, <laughs> okay. Because they are con artists. I'm not going to say their names, but they are the the radio station. And I'm not judgmental at all because I've never had a bad thing about them. I did disapprove the, by the fact that they wouldn't play local musicians, and now they are. Um, yeah, but they interviewed me for um, Alsby Dead, Alsby Skies. I, I like they the fact that now they are, and I'm just accepting that that's a good thing and we're moving on. <laughs> they should have interviewed me, but I was in Snowden at the time. Where was, was I? Where was I? You're at work. I no, no. Yeah, I, I, I found you from um, Fwelly. No, because I, I posted. I, I posted the thing and they came back to me because I advertised. It wasn't anything to do with you because you were like lazy. Like, you, know, you don't do that. Someone went to the interview. It was me. I, I, I posted on their website talking about the Ellsbury Skies and, auditions. And you phoned me. And I phoned you. To yeah. say we'd had an interview. And I said, well, I'm not back until next week. And I said, so what do you want to do? And you why said, go I'm, for it. Why was I in Pifwelli? Were you in Pifwelli? Yeah. What do you say? What do you call it? Pifwelli? Pifwelli? Pifwelli. Okay, that, that place. Pifwelli. I think it's Pifwelli. No, I wasn't. I was, I was in Betsy Coid. You weren't Betsy in Coid. How were I you was, because I was walking through the town. Betisicoid. Oh, that's where Betisicoid. I was. I was walking through the town when I was speaking to you on the phone. Oh, right. Is that when you were doing the um, the Last White Mage shoot? Yes. Right, okay. Anyways, we've got to go. It's that's it. 46 minutes, man. And we haven't really taken the mick out of each other. Oh, whatever. A little bit. At the beginning. But that's okay. all right. Sometimes sometimes it's nice for us to have serious conversations. That's true. Um, so, Steve, tell them where they can email us. Tell them where they can tweet us. You can email us at... I don't know. Oh, for God's sake! <laughs> when are you going to learn these things? got an email address. Is it mrpauladams? at mrpauladams.co.uk. Podcast at mrpauladams.co.uk. Why do you have to learn if you know the answers? Because you should say it sometimes. And tweet us at... 
Hashtag no at married podcast at married podcast at married podcast. Yeah, you've, you've created these things, so you remember them. No, I remember them because I have to. Should we not them. get onto the subject of the Facebook page today? You brought it up. Where, how is the Facebook page going? Have you have you done the um, have you done the artwork for me yet? No, I no? haven't done the artwork. If it paid, no, 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 no. You have to put in the hours first before you get, you get paid. Okay. No wonder you don't get paid. Well, I, I, well, the ones I get paid, I prioritise. Yeah, but this right is, but this is this is how we advertise. We get our know, our people, we get our listeners, and then we should be advertising on the back of our I'm, I'm, our vlogs. I'm, I'm, and I advertise on my vlog. Do I see an advert on your vlog? No. I have to admit, the last one, I was more worried about things that I'd said, so I was kind of unsure whether I wanted to share it, because I, I was scared, in a way. <laughs> don't, don't you Just, ever, don't you no, ever at the end of the day... We, sometimes is, you say things and you think, oh, do you know what? I'm very careful about what I say the majority of the time, to be fair. I've already thought it through how other people will feel. Uh, the majority and I suppose I do anyway. I don't yeah. say anything that's... No, you've never, you've never, like... I mean, there are people... There was that time with, you know, and when you said whatever, but... You know, we're not gonna. You know, we don't have to bring that up again. Should we leave it there? <laughs> <laughs> they can't see me looking at you with a complete blank expression, can they? No, I think they can hear it. I think I think they can hear the temperature change in the room. I, think, I don't even know what we're talking about. The atmosphere change in the room. I've got to turn this off now. So it's hot. So that's it. We're 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 over. We're over. Yeah. So we're gonna do a little experiment in a minute. Yeah, well, let's just clarify what that means because you can the, leave that there. <laughs> it's got nothing to do with my ass hurting, right? That's it from <laughs> that's it from us. Uh, say goodbye, Steve. Goodbye, Steve. And uh, it's goodbye from me. That's uh, it's like they are married podcast. Um, do check us out. That web address again. We're going to run out of that, things to talk that, about eventually. That email address is uh, mar- um, uh, podcast at mrpauladams.co.uk and tweet us at married podcast. Somebody please just do one of those things just to prove that it bloody works. Definitely. See ya. And on that experiment time. I'll just cut that shit out. <laughs> Roll the outro music. <laughs> <laughs>